This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of the Arsenal News Show. Joining you once again every morning at 8 a.m. UK time live down here south of London and uh, very much looking forward to today's game um, against Manchester City. I say looking forward, it's difficult to have these kind of you know, really positive emotions about this. I am pumped up. I am really galvanised for this one. I'm hoping still to be there. Still <laughs> actually waiting, despite the fact that it's so close to the game, waiting official confirmation on on the attendance now and it's the logistics of travel, obviously, returning home from the US has made things it's very difficult. But hopefully, um, I will indeed be travelling up a little bit later on this afternoon to be at the Etihad Stadium. Um, but good morning to everybody joining you this evening. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you happen to be in the world. Um, particularly good morning to those that have still decided to wake up at a ridiculous o'clock in the mornings over in the West, uh, as I feel right now, as you can probably see from the tiredness on my face. It is technically 2am for me right now, but we need to adjust. We need to bring uh, my head, my mindset back to the idea of it being genuinely 8am uh, where my head and my body needs to be. So without further ado, uh, let's jump into the chat box. Good morning to Morgie and a massive thank you uh, to Morgie who, who was very, very kind to provide me with um, the 94-95 Arsenal away shirt, which is an amazing gift and very, very generous indeed and something I've always, always wanted and certainly turned down the first time Morgie offered it, but his uh, insistence uh, eventually broke through and uh, yeah, very much. Uh, very appreciative indeed. Uh, good morning, Lynn. Good to see you in the chat box. I did indeed have a, great, a fantastic time. Sandman, good morning to you, to Stevie, to Jose. Uh, good morning to Alex, to Gunner Dude, to Temi, to NSW, uh, Omar, Popeye, Steve. Uh, we've got Stuart, Dave. Uh, we've got Joel, Henry. Uh, and uh, indeed, we've got plenty more uh, regulars and irregulars joining us in the chat box without further ado let's crack on with today's show make sure you drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel as well we start uh with an unfortunate story um with arsenal's under 
18s, losing 5-1. I said before this final that West Ham would be a far tougher test than anything that the club had faced going into the tournament with them being a brilliant, brilliant side, West Ham side. And despite going 1-0 up and things looking great, unfortunately, uh, they end up losing 5-1. Uh, in the game overall. It was an interesting watch um, for those that were able to catch it. I think that one of the biggest takeaways from the game, that despite we could see the talent available, the talent on offer by so many of of the young players that are there, um, that are players in particular, like Raw Waters, who I thought stood out early on, but ultimately uh, it became quite, I think, obvious or should it be obvious to most people that were watched as to the reasons as to why um, we're not throwing him into the title race running. Um, and despite the fact that a lot of us would love to see something better than Rob Holding, um, and that's very difficult when the options are as limited as they are, that throwing in a youth option like Raw Waters would not necessarily be right now the right decision. And that pre-season and that cup competitions are the way to throw him in. Of course, a loan to another team is also at a senior level, a way forward for not just Raw Waters, but a lot of other players as well. Um, But it was a humbling experience in the end. And um, despite a positive start, really was a difficult one. And uh, fair play to all the people that went down to the Emirates to watch the game, those that were covering the game as well. And uh, yeah, hopefully next season we can uh, can go one step further. But you've got to say, an amazing achievement to become runners-up in the Youth Cup as well. Jack Wilshere in his first season, uh, in charge um, of the of the other youth sides, his first coaching role to get to a youth cup final, an amazing achievement. Um, so fair play to Jack Wilshire, fair play to the boys. Shame we couldn't go all the way, but a brilliant, brilliant uh, journey and uh, a good way to to get to the end of the tournament. Now, Pep Guardiola, you'll be surprised to learn, has been kicking his mind games into gear ahead of tonight's game. He says, I always had the feeling that it would be so difficult to play Arsenal at this stage. But after three games, dropping points will be much, much more difficult now. I would have preferred if they had come here with better results. They didn't win a game and it would always be difficult. But with these results, it will now be much more difficult. I don't like to suffer and the opponents has chances. Every day I work to have 90 minutes control of the game. But at the same time, you have to accept sometimes it won't happen. So you're telling me (laughs) that as the rival coach of the team that you are behind, you know, and you're chasing down the other side, that you wouldn't want them to drop points ahead of your game against them. For real? Arsenal's dropping points in the last three games has opened up the chance for Man City to have this title race in their own hands. And yet, for some reason, Guardiola would not want that to be the case, please. We're no fools. We are not taking this as gospel. Manchester City will be absolutely over the moon that Arsenal go into this game with their confidence hit, with their points tally stuttering. And uh, yeah, we aren't falling for it, Pep. I'm sorry, mate, but we are just, we're just not that naive. Bad news on a genuine sense for Man City is that Nathan Ake, uh, good news for Arsenal, will not be available for the game. He has been confirmed to be missing of this fixture through a hamstring injury. Guardiola said that he will not yet be ready and there are still question marks as to whether or not he'll be ready for the game against Real Madrid in the Champions League semi-final. He has been a huge, huge part of their team, arguably their best defender this season. And Bakaya Sack will be going up against either Sergio Gomez or Emmerich Laporte or somebody else playing in that left-back spot. Maybe Bernardo Silva, who started the game at left-back against Arsenal at the Emirates before Nathan Ake came on 
uh, in that position in the second half. So a big, big blow for City, um, but certainly one that hopefully Arsenal will look to take advantage of. Now, Mikel Arteta has been speaking, of course, at length. The Arsenal manager did his press conference yesterday. Uh, I was able to watch that back after I landed. And uh, Arteta was, it's fair to say, pretty uh, gung-ho. Uh, about his 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 motivation for the game, and about uh, talking about the lack of fear that this Arsenal team have in particular, and it was great to see. I think, I think Stoics the the wrong word, uh, but I think more of a determined situation. He was asked about whether his players will feel afraid ahead of this game, and he says, "No, they don't feel fear, and if they do, I will just say uh, I don't want that at all." Uh, I will be. It will be a nice experience, and that is what I want to take. A nice experience to live with what we have to win the game. And uh, that was kind of the embargoed section that was released later on last night. Um, but in terms of drowning out the noise of the title being in Man City's hands, he says, we've been doing that for the last nine or ten months. Focus on what we can do. Don't get dragged out, whether it is extremely positive or negative, uh, and be stable in our thoughts and in our process and be the best every single day to try and do that. We don't know the outcome. So what was written eight months ago probably is not relevant now because they said something that didn't happen for eight months. It doesn't matter. Uh, and to, particularly on, on Jesus and Zinchenko and their involvement in the game, he says, I think experience is key when you've been in those moments to handle those moments and to understand the importance of certain things when you are competing in a football match. The capacity to transmit, as those two players have done for the rest of the team, a lot of things that are very, very important. Some of the rest of the team are are young, but they've played a lot of games already. He refused to confirm whether or not he'd... Well, I suppose he refused to admit that he'd spoken to Pep Guardiola whether or not he has. Uh, what he did confirm, unfortunately, is that William Saliba is out of this game. He won't play. They're hopeful that he may get play again this season, but there's no guarantees. He also remained to... He kind of refused to confirm whether or not Granit Xhaka would be involved. Um, he said that Granit has been out. Hopefully, he'll be able to train today, but he's still a doubt. Uh, and he did confirm that the rest are okay, which of course also did include Martin Odegaard. However, a picture that was released on the Arsenal Twitter page yesterday advertising their away kit included Takahiro Tomiyasu in the background. And this was misinterpreted by some people to suggest that Tomiyasu might be back fit. This is not the case. Tomiyasu is out until the end of the season is my understanding of this situation. Um, Martin Odegaard was, however, pictured in trading and there are available training pictures from yesterday that do show Martin Odegaard involved in the day's proceedings ahead of this one, despite some people suggesting that he might be out. I've had nothing suggested to me that that is the case. That doesn't mean that is indeed the case. Um, and there's always going to be question marks, but Odegaard was indeed pictured in training. And so that should hopefully be taken positively. Now, uh, Ivan Fresneda has been involved in a interview with The Athletic in which he actually discussed and was asked about, of course, interest from Arsenal, which is not surprising in any way, shape or form. If you've got the opportunity to speak to one of Arsenal's transfer targets, just like with Moises Caicedo in the Telegraph recently, you're, of course, going to uh, ask him about interest from that club. And he says, I like Arteta a lot because I think he's a great coach. I follow the European leagues and I think the work Arteta is doing with his club is fantastic, uh, he told The Athletic. 
Fresneder is a player that Arsenal clearly like. He's a player that Arsenal have been interested in and have been looking at since the January transfer window. Whether or not Arsenal move for him in the summer remains to be seen, but other clubs like Borussia Dortmund, Newcastle, uh, are also said to have a significant interest in the young Spanish player who will be earning Real Valladolid, the club he's at right now, a significant uh, amount of money in the summer. And our final story to discuss before we go into part two is that Ray Parler has been doing the Lord's work <laughs> regarding um, uh, Declan Rice. Uh, speaking recently, he says he will be at Arsenal next year. He will definitely be at Arsenal next year. Thank you to Emad on Twitter for highlighting this to me. Um, but Ray Parler confirming <laughs> that Declan Rice will be an Arsenal player next year. Whether or not Ray Parler is in the know enough for me to say that, yes, he absolutely knows this to be the case. Look, I hope Ray is right. I'd love to see Declan Rice end up at Arsenal next season. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I unfortunately um, am very much still out of the know regarding a uh, possible confirmation on any kind of genuine deal still to be done. But that is a story that, of course, will rumble on and will continue to gain pace as we enter the summer transfer window. Okay, let's go to part two then and your questions right after this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, part two then. Uh, I suppose I should remind you that, of course, you can still get your hands on the TGT camps. You can also get your hands on this USA special as well uh, that I um, helped to basically, well, uh, we had the idea of putting it together. Live, of course, fantastically. Put it together at our embroidery company that we help support as well. And uh, all of the profits uh, that we make will be donated straight to Cancer Macmillan Support. And of course, uh, the Arsenal Foundation fundraiser that we were getting very close to the announcement, the final figures, and I'll be looking to donate that in the next couple of days or so. So I'd suggest you probably got one or two more days until I take kind of a final stock on how many we sat, uh, hats we rather we've sold during this period of which I'll be matching our Arsenal Foundation figure up to a value of £500 and uh, donating that towards Elliot's Foundation. We also... I'm very, very pleased. I just need to do a quick check on Twitter to know if I can announce this or not, because I know that there was a tweet that went out. I'm pretty sure. Yes. So across the um, Gunapalooza events that, of course, plenty of our listeners got involved with. Um, let me just share my screen once more with you. Uh, we managed to raise a hell of a lot of money. I say we, it's an absolute group effort. It was amazing work that was done over the course of the event. Um 
$200 was raised uh, for Gunners versus Cancer, of which we, of course, know that Mike does an amazing job for. Uh, $2,000 uh, was raised for uh, AM Schools Chicago, uh, which is a, a poetry soccer service, which was actually talked about at the event. Amazing combination of two passions that I know a lot of people have. Um, and it helps people get involved with football and poetry, which is kind of cool. And $3,500 was also raised for the Arsenal Foundation through the Arsenal Vision Podcast fundraiser. Um, we were all part of this event and uh, everybody that listened, everybody that tuned in, everybody that went, everybody that contributed, helped to raise all of this money. Uh, at least 40 shots of Malor was also done. I'm accountable for what feels like half of them. Um <laughs> of which I'm still suffering. I feel like my voice is still suffering from. Um, but an amazing, amazing journey, trip, and uh, some amazing money raised in the process as well, uh, too, which is awesome. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully in a couple of days' time, I'll be able to give you the final figures on how much TGT will be contributing towards Elliot's fundraiser as well, which is going to be fantastic. Um, so Daniel says, if we get a draw tonight, uh, what would need to happen for us to win the league? Well, if we get a draw, it remains in Man City's hands. And if they are to win both of their games in hand over Arsenal, they would go above us in the league. Because the gap between ourselves and City, I believe, is still five points, uh, which means with their two games in hand, they've got the opportunity to, of course, get a six-point uh, turnaround. And uh, yeah, that's why I think for me today, this evening, Arsenal have to, have to try and pick up one of the most famous and difficult wins that they've ever had. Matt, we discussed um, uh, Granite Jack. He was confirmed to be a doubt. He wasn't training. Uh, we talked about that in the first section. Uh, Chris says, hey, Tom, if tonight's game goes like the Carabao Cup uh, and hold, do you mean the, the FA Cup? I think you mean the FA Cup. And holding is on a yellow in the first half. What would you do to ensure that we keep 11 men on the pitch? It's a good question. I think that's the moment where you maybe go a little bit more experimental bring off uh, holding, move Tierney into a right-back slot, move somebody else in. But I think, yeah, you can't really have holding on a yellow card of all players. I think maybe Gabriel, you could. I think maybe Zinchenko, arguably, you might be able to, or even White. But holding against Haaland, I, I have my serious doubts whether that's the, the right way to go. Uh, Lynn says, Tom, I know Kivio hasn't played much football for us. However, he is quite pacey. And would you be surprised if Arteta brought him in for tonight, especially as he has experience in the Champions League? Um, I would be very surprised. I think Champions League, Europa League, he has experience. Does he have experience in the Champions League? I don't think he's ever played in the Champions League. Um, but Europa League has obviously got that experience. Uh, in the World Cup, he's got that experience of playing against big teams, of course, with Poland. I'm not sure whether or not um, we'll see Kivior. I'd be very surprised, to be honest, if he brought him in or if he makes many changes at all. I'm not expecting big changes. Uh, Kaya, my colleague at Football London, did ask Arteta whether or not um, the fact that obviously we've had three draws and in the past we've had three uh, poor results and he's then changed things in the fourth game. Uh, Arteta said we'd have to wait and see uh, until today for whether or not what he's going to do. Uh, answer says, you'll know that any player that gets linked to Arsenal extensively never ends up at the club, right? Not even going to worry my little brain about Rice. I mean, <laughs> that's not true. Otherwise, we wouldn't sign any players. But, you know, all the players that we were linked to and that we signed in the summer, Gabriel Jesus in particular, have been linked with the club since up until like 2022. He'd been linked in December because that's when the talks had started really with the player. So, uh, yeah, that's it's not always true. But I, I absolutely understand what you're saying. And hopefully... We can get these deals done that we are, of course, being talked about 
uh, at length with uh, up until the uh, transfer window. Uh, SJ Gunner says, Tom, do you think Arsenal should do a summer Spanish splash and sign Fresneda, Zubamendi, Vega and Nico Williams for me? Or that is all we need for next season to compete in both the league and the Champions League. I think that obviously Declan Rice in there would be really, really good as well. Vega is an interesting one. Not sure necessarily where we would fit in. Maybe that left eight role is still something that he could uh, utilise. And I've written about that in the past. Maybe that's where he would be looked at in the future. Nico Williams is a great option. But again, not the left-footed right winger competition that we need. I know he can play on the right or the left, but it doesn't have that left-footed um, kind of element to his game that I'd love to see in someone that would come in to kind of compete with uh, uh, with Reece Nel- uh, with Reece Nelson. I'm saying Reese Nelson because Reese Nelson looks like at the moment the ultimate competition for Saka right now. He would come in if Saka is out. We do need somebody else, but Williams is right-footed, so we wouldn't have that left inverted nature to, to bring in. Maybe we should be looking elsewhere for somebody else. Uh, Rafinha has been talked about again, whose place in the Barcelona team is not... Confirmed for next season with their financial troubles. Uh, so we'd have to see if they're willing to allow Rafinha to move on or whether he's someone that Arsenal still have an interest in. Um, Greg says, Tom, which one would you pick? Rice or Caicedo? For me, Caicedo all day long. For me, it's Rice. I'd pick them both. I'd have them both. I think Caicedo's better for the number eight role. I think Rice locks down that Partey position for the foreseeable future. Um, Steve says, any West Ham kids that Arsenal should nick? To be honest, Steve, um, again, I talked about this before. The youth game is, I think, being a little bit overrated by some. Um, there are some great talents in that youth team, in the youth level, that will one day make it out senior football. But we, I think we end up overrating some of the youngsters and think they're ready before they are. Um, and the amount of people, of course, that have le- legitimately suggested the likes of Raw Waters should be playing a part in this title run-in and should be thrown to the Lions, if you will, during this period, I just think it's a little bit too hasty compared to what we should be looking to try and do. Uh, Daniels has hit the like, people. There's 450 people watching. And there's only 33 likes. What's that about? What is that about? Make sure if you haven't done so to hit the like button, like Daniel says, he will find you and he will press that button for you if you haven't done so already. So please don't allow him to chase you down. Um, <laughs> you can do it yourselves. Uh, Penny Ween, cram the likes indeed. Thank you so much for the donation. Really appreciate that. Very, very, very kind of you indeed. Um, Vito says, just realized I pretty much followed up with your question. I have uh, the chat hidden. Oh, there you go. Well, don't hide the chat, Vito. Uh, Otherwise, you can't leave any comments. Uh, Make sure you always open up the chat if you found yourselves hiding the chat. That's silly. Open it up, get involved, join the conversation. Uh, Richie Rich says, why is Arteta criticized so much as a failure? Every manager, including Pep and Alex, bottled titles. I know it's pain, and it isn't, uh, but isn't it part of learning for managers? We are crossing the 85 points mark which is a good improve, which is good. I mean, it's more than good. You know, what we've done this season is amazing. Arteta is always going to have his critics. People are always going to find a way to try and uh, and wangle a, an Arteta criticism in. Some people are. It's just the way that it goes. Um, but look, Mikel Arteta has done an amazing, amazing job at Arsenal. He's the reason why we are where we are in the table. And I don't think anyone else in the last two and a half years would have got Arsenal to this position uh, I think Arteta has done that off his own back, off his own principles, off his own methodology, the players that he's bought and the squad that he has built and the principles that he has instilled in this group. All of everything that's happened has led to this stage. I'm hoping he can do it, but if he doesn't, I can't wait to see him have another crack at it next season. Uh, Marcus says, did you see those who made it of our last Youth Cup win? Sadly, not many. It's a fair point. Um, 
you know, it's it's so rare to see players come through the academy and make it into a first team at any club. Arsenal have been incredibly blessed with players like Smith Rowe, like Saka, like Nketia, like Reese Nelson. You know, we've had so many players involved and come through. Maitland-Niles, Iwobi, you know, have come through the academy and, and got appearances and won things at this football club. Um, but Or have made Arsenal a lot of money. Joe Willock, of course, too, involved in that. So Arsenal have been incredibly good with what they've done. They've made over 50 million quid from two sales. And they'll probably be looking to do that again and similar with Balogun. And, of course, with Nketiah, still very much whose futures are up in the air. Um, <laughs> since when did I come, become the teacher to hit man, says Daniel? As of right now, as of this very moment, uh, the like hit man, if you like. Uh, he's not ending anyone. He's just making sure they've liked the like button. Um, liking the like button. It's like going into inception of like buttons. Omar says, Brighton away and West Ham at home. City's two games in hand. I reckon Brighton can give them a game. What do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful that they'll drop points. The problem is that I can't see us going perfect either after this game against Man City. We need to make sure that we do our best to get absolute maximum points between now and the end of the season to give ourselves any chance of a victory in this title race. But I think for me, to have any chance of winning the title, I think we need to win tonight. And that is going to be a very, very big ask. Uh, Charlie says, what's the target next season? Remember, we spoke last season. You agreed if we didn't make Champions League this season, Arteta should go. What's the next season target? Challenging for the title, mate. That has to be the challenge. Arsenal, you, for me, there is only one team on earth right now in the, in the Premier League. Well, I suppose there's only one team in England. Um, or Wales, uh, that could win the Premier League year on year on year, and that's Man City. And they've got an expectation that they will win the league. Arsenal aren't at the level of Man City yet. We know that. You need to start winning titles league on on year on year on year. You know, when they went into the league uh, race in 20... Was it 12? When they won the league and they beat Man City and Man United in that dramatic fashion on the final day with Aguero scoring that famous goal, the expectation continually was to challenge... Um, and now they're in a position where they've grown into a club that continue to be a club that want to win the title because they've won four of the last five. So they're in a position where they can go, our expectation is to try and win the league. Arsenal aren't there yet, but Arsenal certainly need to be pushing for a title again next season, always. And um, I didn't say, uh, you agreed if we didn't make Champions League, I'll take a go. I didn't agree that at all. So please don't be disingenuous to what I said. I said, if we don't win the league, if we don't qualify for the Champions League, I would have been tempted not to renew his contract yet. That's what I said. So let's not misquote me, please. Um, Tom, can you play centre-back, says Kirton. Um, I can give it a go, but I still think Rob Holdy is going to be significantly better than me. Uh, Kai says, hey, Tom, I really think people have to sit back and realise even though we drew the last three, last year we would have lost those. Um, even if we don't win in this year, I think we will learn and win uh, these types of games next year. Uh, I hope you're right. I hope that is the case. Um, someone <laughs> who's saying that needs to lick the like button because they've put a typo in. And now Matt G's coming up with Super Chats. Lick the likes, guys. Any way that you press it, I don't want to know how you've pressed it. I don't know what you've done to press the like button. As long as you've done it, that's what matters. <laughs> so, I don't need all the excruciating detail about which body parts you've used on the like button. I just need to know that you've pressed it. That's, that's all I need. Uh, Andy says, I'm happy with our season. Top four to return to the Champions League was the process plan. It's been achieved. Anything more is a bonus. I expect a three or four one loss tonight, but I'm okay with it. I can't say I'm okay with it, Andy. 
my expectation is that we give them a real game and we really go into this game with ultimate motivation and hope and dreams as well. So hopefully that is going to be the case. Um, hey, I didn't say anything, guys. You're the ones with sick minds are going to weird places. Uh, Gunner Dude says, do you think Man City will be as dominant when Pep calls it a day? No, I don't. I think they can get a great manager and he'll do still good things. But Pep Guardiola is a, a freak of nature in a good way. An amazing, amazing coach that people still manage to underrate as a coach. Four of the last five Premier League seasons. Unbelievable. And yes, of course, we can talk further about Man City in other in other ways. But still, as a coach, he is unbelievably good. Unbelievably good. And so, uh, yeah, uh, when he goes, one day he will. Hopefully that opens the door a little bit more for Arsenal. Mark says, are you badly jet lagged? Nearly 30 minutes and no rant yet. USA has changed you. Keep up the great work. Um, yeah, look, I agree. Um, I haven't ranted this morning. I haven't needed to rant. I may be ranting tomorrow or uh, uh, or Friday, but uh, yeah, no rants today. Um, just hope, just optimism about today's game. Uh, Sean says that 94, 95 awake is a beauty. Uh, could you show it off? Have I had it? No, I don't think I've got it. To, I think it's still in my suitcase, Sean. Sorry, which I haven't. I haven't unpacked yet. I'll be honest. You know, yesterday was not a day to unpack. Yesterday, I got home. I did a show because um, the work never stops. And then, uh, yeah, had a had a lovely evening with the missus, which has been very much, um, you know, in the wings and waiting to happen. Um, lovely stuff. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Really appreciate your time. As always, Peeny Ween, rub the likes. I mean, again, do what you need to do with the like button. Just just get it pressed. Uh, and, and the subscribe button too, if you haven't already done what you need to do to that. You can rant at the likes as well, Peeny Ween, absolutely. Um, but uh, I think we're starting to get to a level of where will Tom stop reading out Super Chats. I can tell you, we're at that line. <laughs> so let's not cross it. Um, thank you, everybody, for uh, listening. Do drop a like on the video. I'll be back tomorrow morning with a reaction show, either here, if I've somehow, rather frustratingly, not been able to get up to the game, hopefully from a hotel room tomorrow morning. And, uh, yeah, and uh, it's going to be something. It's going to be something. Um, try and take your minds off it, I think, throughout the day. If you can't do that, there's plenty of brilliant podcasts out there that you can go and listen to to help you prepare um but yeah it's gonna be real tough it's gonna be real tough thank you everybody for listening i'll see you again very very soon have a fantastic day and as always up the arsenal it's the 90 plus minute all your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. 
Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.